how often do you feel misunderstood? How often do you discover that you have misunderstood someone else? The tool on this episode is designed to close that gap of misunderstanding, that gap of misunderstanding that can lead to all kinds of tangles, problems and challenges. I'm really delighted that my friend, communication and leadership coach, Christine Khalifa, is here to help. She's going to teach us a really useful technique so that we can all feel more understood. So, Christine, I definitely want some of this magic in my life. So what is this tool? All right. So the tool is called SBI which stands for Situation, Behavior, and Impact. And it's a feedback tool that was developed by the Center for Creative Leadership out of the U.S. This tool is amazing because of its simplicity and just how it breaks down so well how to give someone feedback, whether that be to a colleague at work or whether it be to your spouse or to your kids. It's such a a brilliant way to give both positive and negative feedback to someone. I think we'll all be really familiar with having received feedback that feels really offensive or upsetting or equally having tried to give feedback and being really aware that it hasn't landed in the way that we want it to. Why do you think we're so bad at giving and receiving feedback? Well, it's a really vulnerable thing, right? It takes it takes guts to give feedback and it also actually takes a lot of guts to receive it. Um, which is one of the golden rules when you're giving someone feedback is to do it with empathy and with care. Ultimately, it should be something that you're doing because you care about the relationship. So you're, you're investing in this relationship. And the goal of any communication is ideally to align your intention with your impact, right? So you want your message to be received how you intended it to. Absolutely. The truth is we're all really hungry for feedback, aren't we? We want to know how our actions have affected others and how we've performed. We, we all want to get that feedback so that we can bask in, in the warmth of having done something well, but also learn from our mistakes. Exactly. Um, which is what's so wonderful about this tool is that it breaks it down in a way that you gain self-awareness. The note that's really important about feedback is that it's subjective, right? So something, an action or something you say to someone in one context might be received in a certain way. And that same action and those same words might be received completely differently by someone else in another context. Well, how does it break down? It's SBI. Take me through the steps. What do these letters stand for? Okay, so the first one, S stands for situation. And here you have to describe the situation as specifically as possible. Uh, So be specific about when and where the action happened and with who. B stands for behavior. And here you have to describe an observable behavior. Um, So don't assume you know what the other person is thinking. Think of if there was a camera rolling in the room, what would the camera see? What would the camera hear? And lastly, I is impact, and that's the impact on you. So describe what you thought or felt as a reaction. So let's take an example. Uh, Say I'm making breakfast and my partner comes into the room and uh, they tell me that they're not hungry. 
Um, and I want to go back to them afterwards. And I say, okay, so I was in the kitchen. This is the situation. I was in the kitchen and I was working hard to make breakfast. You arrived. So I'm thinking of what you said about the camera on the wall. You arrived in the room. You saw that I was making breakfast. And then the words you said were, I'm not hungry. And the impact that had on me the eye, the impact that had on me was it made me feel like you think I'm not good at making uh, delicious food and that you didn't want to spend time with me eating. You were just keen to leave as quickly as possible. And that left me feeling sad and rejected. Is that, is that the steps? Is that? Yes. And as you, as you work with it um, and you live with it, it becomes smoother and simpler. <laughs> yeah. I was a bit uh, robotic. I, <laughs> what we tend to do, so let's say the, the feedback pitfalls we fall into are usually aggressive, too aggressive, or too passive. Sarcasm is something you'd use. Ah, well, isn't that nice of you now that you see me cooking, you know? Or um, do you think you could have told me that before? Sometimes we give feedback as a question. So those are some of the, the aggressive ways we could go about it. We tend to also mind read when we're giving feedback. We tend to guess at what the other person is really meaning and fill in gaps that don't really exist. Exactly. Exactly. So if I take an example um, that often comes up with me is having a cell phone at the table. Okay. We're all familiar with that. Yes. And I'm guilty of it and my partner is guilty of it. So let's say um, he's looking at his phone. I'll say, well, do you think I'm boring? So here I'm projecting, I'm mind reading what I think he's thinking. Mm. What would an aggressive way of saying that be? That might be, do you mind putting your phone away? We're at the table. Or you always do this. You always look at your phone while we're speaking. It drives me crazy. Or an overly passive way to respond to that situation might be, listen, I know you're really busy and you've got a lot going on at work right now, but do you think that maybe you can just put your phone down just while we're eating, maybe? When really, uh, if I were to give that a, in an SBI, I would say, you know, this evening when you were looking at your phone while we were eating, that made me feel like you didn't care about what I was saying. And I felt small. Wow. The difference is incredible, isn't it, Christine? Just the clarity of that final example. And you can't argue with it and you can't be offended by it. It's just, it's a very personal and it's very factual. I loved what you said about having that camera on the wall. And it just takes the heat out of it immediately, doesn't it? Yes, that's the beauty of it. Mm. It's, it's all there in the model. It does it for you. It breaks it down for you in those situations that are really hard. Mm. And can you, so you were doing it retrospectively there, but ca can you use this technique in the moment? Yes. And the rule with feedback, actually, you just nailed it, is the more timely it can be, the better. Oh, okay. So if you can find a way to do it in the moment, all the better, because then there isn't a festering misunderstanding mm, it, that can grow. Exactly. Okay. And again here, it's subjective. So it's your opinion. Mm. And you're starting the sentence with I. Yes. Which is so important, isn't it? Because then it really is, this is my perspective on this situation. Exactly. I'm not claiming to know what your perspective is, but this is my perspective. Yes. And the reason for that is it 
it sets the stage for dialogue. The key points in conflict transformation is to reframe fact to opinion. When two people come with a conflict, they often, you know, they, they believe and they will speak as though what they've lived is factual. And what you want is to create distance and make them see that actually it's their opinion. So if we take an example, uh, like a common example, let's say that someone says, oh, you're being so aggressive. The other person will say, no, I'm not being aggressive. I'm just feeling really passionate about this. But if you were to say, you cut me off and you raised your voice, and as a result, I've, I've lost my train of thought. It's really hard for them to say, no, I didn't cut you off. No, I didn't raise my voice. Because it's something that they did, as opposed to an interpretation. So maybe they, you know, and then you're opening it up. Maybe they can tell you, yeah, you know, they cut you off and they raised their voice because they were feeling passionate and you've interpreted as aggression. And then that's the conversation, you know, and this can keep yes, going. Yes. So it keeps it as an open dialogue. Yes. Instead of shutting it down. Yes. Christine, tell me, how can SBI help me to feel more understood? Well, basically, you're drawing a link between someone's action, their behavior or what they said, and how it made you feel. So it's bringing two people closer because you're allowing them to understand something about you. Oh, that's that's beautiful. So this is, I mean, this was developed for the workplace, wasn't it? But it's a technique that can be applied in all your relationships and can really facilitate a greater intimacy, greater understanding, greater closeness. Absolutely. I use it with my kids. Uh, when I first learned this technique, I started practicing with my children and I saw such a different reaction from my son because it made me not be as aggressive. It made me, first of all, break things down to think, okay, what did he actually do that's, you know, maybe irritating me? Um, and, you know, often they're, they're learning, so they have no <laughs> idea of the impact they're having on others. And so it just kind of cools everything down in that way. Just the very act of thinking through the S, the B and the I calms you down. Yes. Before you begin to communicate that feedback to your loved one or your colleague or your friend. So it forces you to take a pause and it forces you to only be guided by what actually happened rather than swirling off into your usual pattern of they always do this and I always feel like this and I'm forever telling them X, Y, and Z. Yes. What we want to do when we're, when we're giving feedback is to open up dialogue. And we, want, we don't want the other person to feel attacked. And we don't want a sense of injustice right from the start. What you want is to create a situation of neutrality, recognition, explicit recognition that you can only know what you feel rather than what the other person's intention was. Yes, exactly. And I think this tool is a really helpful reminder that we we don't know what someone else is thinking unless we explicitly ask them. And they don't know what we're thinking unless we explicitly tell them. Yes, yes. It's even more important with those people we have long relationships with, you know, whether it be, and then here I'm not only talking about partners, but even siblings and, um, you know, friends. 
we tend to assume that we know how someone is going to react and what they're feeling. And it's often not the case. And that can be a really dangerous thing to do, actually, because you can spend years, actually, thinking that someone meant one thing when they meant something really different. Would you recommend, starting out with this technique, would you start in situations at work and with more distant relationships to practice? Or would you go straight in and and start using this technique with the people who are closest to you? I think starting to practice wherever you feel safest is best. Mm. Um, Just while you kind of develop that courage. So if it's, you know, if you have kids and that feels like the safest place, then that's great. Um, Mm. If it's at work with a colleague and you can share it with that colleague to tell them, you know, I really want to, I'm practicing trying to give and receive feedback. You can also invite it. And then you work your way out until it becomes second nature. And in the beginning, it feels pedantic. Whenever we're, you know, incorporating a new communication technique, it always feels a bit robotic and maybe a bit awkward. But then you'll see that it'll come naturally to you with practice and you won't have to think about the SBI so much. It'll just come out that way. Yes. As with any of these things, it will feel clunky at first, but it's so worth persisting. Yes. And it's become, I mean... uh, when I first learned this, I shared it with my partner. And now, you know, when sometimes when we get really heated, he'll actually say, can you give that to me in an SBI? You know, <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant. That's fantastic. I was going to ask you that, actually. I mean, would you recommend sharing this technique with your loved ones and your colleagues and your uh, family members and, and friends so that you all have access to, to that language so which can we sbi this and see see where we get to yes absolutely and also to remember that receiving feedback is also really you know there are guidelines for that too you can also guide someone towards an sbi and try and find out okay well what is it that i actually did that had that reaction uh, you know that that caused that reaction in you. So so help them, guide them there. Even if it's not a relationship where you can teach them what an SBI is, mm. help them break it down so you can understand. And always receive it with care. You don't have to react when you get feedback. You can say thank you and digest it. If you were to guide someone through SBI, you'd sort of bite your tongue and you'd take a breath after you've received the feedback, which perhaps packaged in a way that isn't very um, digestible, take a breath and then go through the letters SBI. Okay, so tell me, where were we when this happened? So that would be the situation. And then B would be the behavior. And what did I do in that situation? And then the third one would be, and how did that make you feel? Exactly. The impact. Yes. I love all these because I just think having these prompts in your toolkit is such a great way to make you just pause and slow down and not fall into all the usual well-trodden paths which haven't served you well in the past. Um, It just offers a different choice, a different option in those heated moments. Mm -hmm. Um, It's so nice to receive one too in place of, I mean, feedback is, you know, SBIs are also can be hard to receive, but they're often easier to receive than the really heated, aggressive or, you know, the passive stuff that makes us insecure. I can see that that would be so much more palatable and digestible. 
And to have this technique as a way of giving and receiving really healthy feedback, kind feedback. Kind, yes. And it's also even more important for positive feedback. Right. Because otherwise it's too vague. It's empty. We often say, good job, amazing, great. And that doesn't guide someone or give them any uh, insight into what they did that had a good impact. Oh, that's amazing. I think intuitively, when I compliment someone, I do try to be specific. And that's come for me out of being a parent, because I've learned that the more specific I can be when I'm giving feedback to my children, the better they respond. And so I suppose I've started to do that um, with friends and, and strangers. And I think when you do start to do it, you really notice the response you get. If you give someone specific feedback, you're not only giving them more information, but you're letting them know that you really saw them and you really heard them and you really noticed what they did. Yeah. And I think who doesn't feel great when they feel seen and heard and noticed? Yes. I feel excited about this, Christine, because if everyone was using this technique, imagine the domino effect on, on the nature of people's relationships. I'm so glad that you've shared it. And I, for one, am definitely going to be using this uh, a lot in my life. <laughs> so thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Chloe. It's been really lovely to, to share this. I can't, um, I can't tell you how much of an impact it's had in my life, professional and personal. I hope you feel inspired to give the SBI tool a try. Here's a reminder of the steps. Next time you want to give someone some feedback or you want to help someone to understand you and your perspective better, start with the S, the situation. Describe the when and the where. Then move on to B, the behavior. And remember, stick to what a camera would be able to record. Finally, end with the I, the impact. And that is the impact on you because you can only ever describe your own feelings. Don't guess at the intention or feelings of the other person. SBI can help you give the gift of clarity to the people you care about, and it can help you to feel more understood. I'd love to know how you get on. You can email me at theguidancelibrary at gmail.com or message me on Instagram at theguidancelibrary. As always, if you found this episode helpful, please do share it with others. I wish you well.